Hi, this is Steve Vai, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. So maximize your threshold. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
going on out there, everybody? Yeah, this is Dominic here on Maximum Threshold Radio, episode 510, throwing at you. Got a pretty cool show lined up for you tonight. We're just rolling through all this tonight. So I want to thank everybody who's taking the time out and checking us out, man. And for all the people who've been listening to us over the decade, man, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, all I got to say is, man, stick around. Got a, a very swell show for you. <laughs> You'll dig this one. This one's pretty cool. I got some some new music for you to play. I got some old stuff I'm going to play. So stick around, man, for the next few hours. We're going to be throwing out a lot of cool material, cool new stuff, and especially this new Bob Kulik. Um, I'm, I've been digging this, man. I just got it just recently. I've been putting it in there, and I've been reading up on this stuff. And, man, one of my favorite songs he helped write. It was on SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, my God. Sweet Victory. That's my, that's my favorite song. It's SpongeBob. I was just reading on that, and he helped write that and put that together. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. A little bit a little later, uh, we're going to have the Rock and Metal News segment. We're also going to have uh, just some some thanks for everybody who's tuning in. Uh, some, special, some special people we will be thanking a little later on in the program. It's going to be pretty exciting. Some of the deaths that's been going on. I mean, Hugh Hefner died, which is a pretty bummer. Yeah. Also, Monty Hall just died today. Damn. Wow. That's a bummer there. I haven't heard from him in a while. I thought, it, I thought his career died years ago. So who knows, man? But now he's dead. So, yeah, hold on a second. Maximum threshold. You're on the air. Dominic? Yes. Hey, it's Bob Kulik. Hey, Bob, man. How's it going, man? Good. And yourself? Oh, outstanding. Well, I should say I'm in sitting now. Okay. So what's going on? So uh, we're going to do an interview today. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Knock this out. Cool. Is, is this live or, yeah. or is this going to be pre-recorded? We're, we're live. I, I've been having some some stream problems, so I'm, I'm I'm I found another way of doing it. So like we're on UStream right now, putting this out. There's so like a whole other population of people checking us out, but this is still going to be like on iTunes and in all or the Apple Tunes, Apple Podcasts, and everything else. So we're there. We're rocking it. We get more. Okay, cool. We, we get more of the downloads than we do from the actual live, which which is pretty cool. Got it. So yeah, I I recently got a hold of your new one, Skeletons in a Closet, and it's it's really knocked me out, man. It's, I'm I'm really impressed with it. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. One one of the cool Did things. Do you have a favorite song? Yes, it has definitely got to be. Um, oh, what the hell? It's the one. Um, Can't stop the rock. You got to got to love that. The anthem. Yes, yeah, pretty cool. David Glenn Isley, mm-hmm. great singer. Yeah, I was yeah. reading up on that, and you did this SpongeBob song, that Sweet Victory. That was, that's my favorite the song. That, that, yeah. That's my favorite one. So once I read that, I'm like, it all came together. <laughs> wow, that's funny that you connected those two. They were done at the same time. Were they really? Wow, it's pretty cool, man. I, I mean, I, every time that that episode comes on, because my kids watch it all the time, and we always watch it when it comes on. It just it, that that episode just captivates me. It's not that's so much the the cartoon itself, but the music itself because it's just pieced together so good. And I didn't know you were part of that till you know just a little while ago. So I was like I said, I'm pretty excited, and now it got me a new favorite song here to really rock out to. God. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> and another one I like, I like the one you have with D. Snyder singing on that. And that one's that's pretty damn creative with that one. I like that. So the, the D. Snyder one. London, yeah. Uh, the Isley uh, can't stop the rock. And what was the mm-hmm. third one? Uh, the, the, the skeletons in the closet. Oh, the, oh right. Title. That's what I thought. Yeah, the skeletons. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one also has. Dave. Yeah, that has a nice, nice groove to it. I could dig that. Very nice. Yeah, the, you know, again. Even the songs from the retrospective part, which both of those mm-hmm. are, you know, um, are worthy. So if some, I'm not surprised that somebody gravitates to those instead yeah. of the other ones because it's just a matter of the song and the singer and the way it hits you. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has that. It's more than just the music. It, it, it does grab you emotionally as well, which is a great feeling thing. Yep. 
Very cool. So do we want to start the interview? Yeah, we can do that. So, so bringing, bringing this record out, you know, you haven't done one in, in a while. And with, with I a, never did one. <laughs> well, I'm, say, I'm saying I with... I never did a solo record. This is my first solo yeah. record. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, we're bringing this one out, bringing all the stuff for, that you've, you've kept together with yourself and pieced it out and put in a record here. How, is the, how does that make you feel to do something like this on your own? Well, it was challenging. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, responsibility of other stuff. Uh, comes into play, you know, so once you get the music to where you're happy with it, which I really am, and it's very rare that I can say that I am, mm-hmm. um, because I'm a perfectionist in that way, and, you know, I'm always like, oh, the solo could have been better, or the mix could have been better, or uh, maybe there could have been some more vocal ad-libs, or maybe, you know, something, yeah. you know, uh, ultimately nothing that would affect reality of what the perception is, but in my mind, that's what I, you know, hear. In this case, I'm very pleased with the way it turned out um, and, you know, I'm very happy that everybody has accepted the retrospective songs alongside the new recordings, mm-hmm. which obviously I spent a lot of time getting together with the guests, Yeah, you know, which is the big ticket item. But, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with this. How long did it take you to piece all this together? It took a while. Um, obviously, the retrospective songs were sitting in the closet waiting for me to drag them out. Mm-hmm. But the other five took a while, uh, just not because the songs weren't written, not because they needed changing or fixing, but because we wanted to record everything with the A-team, yeah. which we did. So Vinny Apice and Frankie Benali and Brent mm-hmm. Fitz and Scotty Coogan and Rudy Sarzo and Bobby Ferrari and all the, my brother and all the great players combined with Singers D. Snyder, Robin McCauley, Andrew Freeman, Todd Kearns and Vic Wright on the new stuff, Dave Isley and Dennis St. James on the other stuff, provided me with A singers, A singers to sing these songs. And so what somebody's hearing essentially is a great singer and, in my mind, at least a really, really good song, if not a great song. And that's what it is. The guitar playing is what it is. If you're a fan of Bob Kulik, then you got plenty of me on there. Oh, yeah. But really, that's what it was about, more than me making a Steve Vai uh, Joe Satriani, John McLaughlin, you know, record oh, of yeah. some shape or variety and a bunch of instrumentals, you know, w- w- you know, with maybe a guest vocalist like Jeff Beck used to do. That's not, mm-hmm. it's not me. You know, I don't view myself that way. I view myself as, as a uh, writer, producer, guitar player who can construct a song and be able to make it hit a home run, yes. as I've done in the past, as you referenced with oh, SpongeBob. Yeah. That song was a home run. So when you when you put these together, you had you had the format all together, and you just present it to everybody and say, "This is this how I'd like for it to be done." And then you had them just um, put their put their spin on it, or they go exactly the way you had it set up for them. You're talking about the songs. Yes, the songs were, were all demoed uh, properly, mm-hmm. so everybody at every stage. So even just to start off with. My my writing partner, Doug Caceres from Balance, uh, the band that I had back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, co-wrote the four new songs with me. And so he had his vocal on there, and he's a really good singer. He's not Dee Snyder, he's not Robin McCauley, he's not Andrew Freeman, he's not Todd Kearns, he's not Vic Wright, he's not Dave Isley, he's not any of those guys. Yeah. But he sang well enough and is on background vocals on this that each of those singers was able to hear what they were getting into, mm-hmm. and all of the players were able to hear what I had in mind other than solos. The demos had no solos. So I went to the studio, um, Vegas View Recording, uh, where I did this record with Bobby Ferrari, having been introduced by my girlfriend, Julie Bergans, who also took the pictures on this record. And uh, in answer to your other question, just to go back, the, the thing that was hardest once the music was done was the artwork and all of that stuff to actually construct a package of what that would be, especially with the idea of a 12-page booklet and all of that, yeah. you know? And then, of course, all of this, promoting the record, is, is, is another part of what making the record didn't tell me I was going to be doing. I, you know, I, I knew that it was the case, but didn't really think about it. Yeah. But to get back to this question, you know, the, um, the great thing was that the song spoke even as demos. And so, so Robin McCauley, what do you think of this song? 
It's a great song. I'd love to sing it. So D. Snyder, what do you think of this? Oh, <laughs> this is the song for me. And that's what we got from everybody. Yeah. And really nobody turned us down. Uh, we went to the people who we thought would do the job and they agreed. So I couldn't be happier with the choices. Uh, I, I totally respect, admire, and I'm friends with all of these people. And, you know, like I said, couldn't be happier. Yeah. I know you spent, you know, you know, multiple decades in the studio. Are you more of a perfectionist when you're um, in, in the studio? Uh, I'd like to think so. Yeah. You know, I'd like to think that uh, I'm always trying to dot the I's and cross the T's. The devil's in the details sometimes. And, you know, so even lyrics need to be looked at, which we even did before our singers sang on Skeletons. Uh, you know, Bobby, Ferrari, and I looked over the lyrics again. If we felt we needed to make some last-minute changes, we did. Mm-hmm. You know, and the same with the mixes. You know, he, he, each song was mixed numerous times. We never went back. We always learned something from the earlier mixes, corrected that. It needs more low-end. It needs more guitars. It needs, you know, okay, let's try this now. You know, we made it better every, every inch of the way. So um, in a couple of cases... You know, where we had, like on London, where we had a lot of orchestration, courtesy of Doug. Um, and there was the discussion of how much to use. And this being a guitar player's record, um, we opted to use mainly the guitars. However, there are orchestration keyboards in there and stuff on numerous songs uh, of the five. And without Doug's input and help, it, it wouldn't be the record that it is. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that we made it better every inch of the way. And so the longer it took, the less it mattered. Because yeah. I kept hearing that it was, well, it's getting better. And now when we added the five retrospective songs, all of a sudden it was a 10-song record. And everybody was like, wow, this is really cool. And somebody like you responding to even the older songs going, wow, I really like these. Yeah. You know, that's great. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm one of those persons, people that are stuck in that '80s mo- '80s mode when it comes to um, the music. I just love that 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 strong anthemic um, beat and rhythm and the strong lyrics. It's it's just something that's always I've gravitated to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. This is mm-hmm. you know uh, again, um, it, it's you know one of those circumstances where. You know, uh, you have an idea in your mind what you think it's going to be, but then it turns out to be what it's going to be. Yeah. And that's a lesson for everybody. Mm-hmm. And of all the songs, then, when you were doing them, uh, when you listen back to them, which one do you feel like when you did your solos to me, you're like, man, this, this, is, this is like my holy grail of all solos that I've done on this release. Which one really stands out for you? Uh, I, I, I don't. They're <laughs> all unique in what they are. Um, mm-hmm. The difference on this record for these five songs yeah. was that um, usually I just play. Yeah. So I'll go in, I might have an idea uh, of what to do. But in this case, you know, I decided that because I played so many solos and I have such a huge vocabulary yeah. as far as no choice and stuff like that, it still leaves me when I play with analyzing it as, oh, there was that lick, and oh, yeah, there's that lick, stuff that I've played before. So for for the new four songs, the original four songs, I actually mapped out the solos. I actually demoed them up at my house and went into the studio with a little recording of them, which I played for Bobby, and I was like, so here's what we're going after today. (laughs) He's like, wow, so you, you, all I have to do is execute it now. I I know what it is. He's just like, oh, my God, that's, I've never seen you do that. Why did you do that? Because I wanted to play something fresh. Because I wanted to play something I hadn't played before. Because I wanted to find some new things that these songs led me to. Yeah. So in my mind, these four solos mm-hmm. are some of the best stuff I've done because I, I spent the time to really work some of them yeah. out. You know, as opposed to saying that the solos on the other songs, which I was just winging it, are not up to snuff or not as good. But in my own mind, I hear the influences and I hear, oh, I was a lick you used on blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. That's the way your mind works. Whereas this new stuff, coming up with these new ideas and new melodies and stuff, it just seemed to me to be like, uh, not only was it fun, but, um, I, you know, hearing it as a little pencil demo yeah. and then hearing it at the studio come to life, 
was the was the thrill of it of of me as a younger person doing that mm -hmm. and i hadn't had that feeling in a long time and so the thrill of hearing something like wow what i thought it would be it really sounds like that it's cool i really like what i came up with yeah you know that's been missing for a long time but the winged solos were always like what do you think i like it it's great it's fine <laughs> and that was it yeah. but i couldn't get emotionally excited like i, I got did. you yeah you got to sell yourself into it or you can sell others into yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, since it's my record, yeah, I have to be happy with it. Yeah. I want everybody else to be happy with their performances. Of course, Bob's solo record with 23 guests. Mm -hmm. But reality is it's my name on there. Yep. And so I'm taking whatever credit, blame, or whatever it is that's coming down the pike, and that's the way it should be. But I wanted to know that if people were going to criticize then I wanted to be able to feel that, well, they're entitled to their opinion. I did the best I could, and I still dig it no matter what they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if somebody likes it and somebody really digs it, then I could say, well, it's, it's, it's really good that you made sure that these songs with these singers, and if you want to go as far as these solos, all kind of gelled together to get the proper response. Nice. I like that. I haven't, I haven't thought about it like that as as I'll be a like a, a gelled kind of thing because you could be like all over the place uh, when you're trying to put a solo together and and then when you're when you're listening to it and well, listening what, what, back yeah it, it's exactly I mean I'm pretty focused and like yeah. you know some of the older stuff that I did or some of the let's just talk about maybe the better known stuff like uh, the solos on the Crimson Idol uh, Wasp mm -hmm. um, those were pieced together solos punched in solos yeah. they were great solos. But all those licks were part of my vocabulary. Yeah. They were just strung together in a different way. And there's nothing wrong with that. And people still to this day are like, oh, the solo on the idol. Same as Larger Than Life. Oh, the solo on Kiss is Larger Than Life. Mm. Oh, my God, that's you. You rule. You know, it's just it makes me laugh. Something that was done so long ago, yeah. you know, uh, under the circumstances with which it was done, you know, and yet here I am, you know, uh, analyzing my solos and, and, and still trying to, you know, come up with stuff that is, is going to knock me out and hopefully other people too. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. You know, you can listen back to those, those older, those older records, you know, with that kiss material there and listen to those solos and you can, you get that vibe like, okay, you understand what was going on in that era in that time, you know, what, what guitarists were thinking in that time. Then you go back, you know, you, and you go a little bit closer to our time now and you just you just hear the progression that you that you have, and you put there's a lot more emotion that you have that personal um, that you put into your music. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. You know, and uh, you know sometimes artists are frustrated because they have to compromise. They don't feel that they've gotten what they are hearing in their heads. Yeah. In this case, uh, you know, this is what I pretty much conceived of was that with these all star lineups that it would be something to reckon with. That's mm -hmm. what I thought. So I stand by my initial thought. <laughs> How can we have Paul come in and jump in to do something on here? Oh, yeah. Paul and Gene, yeah, come down on a spare day off and <laughs> we'll work together a song. I know. Uh, I'm saving them for, for you know, the, uh, volume two on this. Yeah. Uh, do your live one. <laughs> right. We'll put them on the live one, exactly. <laughs> so what else do you have going on other than this, the record that you have? So currently uh, prepping for the Kiss Cruise coming up, mm -hmm. and as fate would have it, yeah. uh, three of the people involved on my record are playing with me on the cruise. Nice. Uh, my brother, Bruce, Brent Fitz, drummer who worked with Bruce in Union, current Gene Simmons drummer, and Todd Kearns from Slash's band. Oh, nice. So they're the band. This is the band that's going to play. We're going to do an hour show. On the cruise. Oh, that'd be so that's, sweet. That's yeah. the first thing that's coming up, and that's early November. Mm -hmm. you, you're going to get so a great, great reception out of that. Those those life, you're going to get a great reception out of that. And those lifers out there are going to suck that up, man. That just sounds like it'd be a phenomenal. I, I think so. I, I think that the, the, well, obviously, you know, they, they love Bruce. Yeah. And I've gotten a great response, and with Todd and Brent, I, I feel confident that it's going to be you know the A band. And, you know, doing those songs that Bruce and I are known for, yeah. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so did they ask you to, um, to come on the, the Kiss Cruise? 
uh, that's how it works. Yeah. Usually. I, I, a couple of the other years, I tried to fight my way on, but it just didn't work. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, no, they, yeah. you know, they, they wanted to have Bruce and I on the panel, and then uh, they realized that you know, to have these guys on without having them play would be stupid, and the fans would mutiny and take over the ship. So, mm. uh, you know, tossing the ball back at us, we tossed them and bring Todd and Brent and – so I've already been rehearsing with them, and my brother uh, is coming to Las Vegas, and we're going to do some rehearsing next week. Nice. How was it working with him? My brother? Yeah. Uh, he's totally pro. Mm -hmm. um, and like me, he's a perfectionist. Yeah. So, you know, we've played together on numerous occasions, and, uh, you know, uh, it'll be great. You mm -hmm. know, it'll be, the, it'll be the two of us dishing it out rather than one of us. <laughs> You guys don't start any fights or anything like that when we see each other? Nah, we're too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting up there, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that, it's not that, there's just really nothing to fight about. It's really, yeah. it's really laid out there. Yeah. You know, um, if we have musical disagreements, we, we, we straighten them out. Mm -hmm. You know, personal disagreements, we're not talking about that. Yeah. So it's fine. And it's going to, you know, it, it, it'll be a unique gig for this um, cruise. And then we'll see who else wants to see it down the road. Yeah, well, it'd be it'd be nice to see you guys take that on the road and do do some stuff with it. I hope I really hope this takes off for you guys, especially for you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll mm -hmm. see what fate has in store. But I, like I said, you know, I feel good about it having that come up. And then the other kiss related item is that I have four songs that I co-wrote with Gene and performed on his new upcoming Vault the yeah. Vault with all those songs that he's going to be selling uh, in person and, you know, by via all the packages that he's got set up. So I'm excited about that. You know, when Gene contacted me a couple of months ago, I was just like, oh, wow, those songs <laughs> are going to see the light of day. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Is, is it better than any of his... What's that? Is, is it better than any of his solo stuff that he put out? His older stuff? It's different. Yeah. It's different. You know, he's got songs with Van Halen. He's got songs with Bob Dylan. He's got mm -hmm. songs with my brother. He's got songs with me. He's got songs with a whole bunch of people. Just have to see. You know, I had a song on his solo record, and uh, the record didn't do very well. But we'll see about this. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. I just cut more things here. October 13th. Yeah. What's that? Oh, go on. I was going to say October 13th, the new Motorhead record that I produced four songs on is coming out. It's already out in Europe and doing incredibly well. Uh, undercover, mm -hmm. the uh, 10 cover songs that the band did uh, over their career that they wanted to put on this compilation. Uh, Whiplash, the song that I produced with Bruce Brier that won a Grammy. Uh, God Save the Queen was also uh, Bruce's in my production, Bruce Brier. Uh, and um, Jumpin' Jack Flash and Shoot Him Down. Those are the four that are on the Undercover Motorhead record. And that'll be out October 13th. So I'm looking forward to that. that that that's going to come out, uh, you know, people, you know, never really paid that much attention to these songs. Yeah. They were either bonus tracks or on a record that nobody heard. So now in and of them by themselves, uh, I think people are finally getting it. Like, wow, listen to this version of this song, especially Lemmy's God Save the Queen. I mean, uh, I mean yeah. it's just, it's so tongue in cheek funny. <laughs> you know, as I said to him at the time, I was like, it's hilarious. I mean, you doing that is hilarious, <laughs> you know, and, and Whiplash, obviously the Metallica song, um, that too is 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 a, is a worthy worthy tune that I don't think people really picked up on. So hopefully yeah. they will this time. Cool. Yeah, I'm look. I'm really looking forward to that Motorhead. You know, we've followed them for wow since we were kids, and it's just it's just great to see. You know, even with Lemmy passing, that he still had material out there to put out. He was like he was like the prince of metal. How I would like to think of it. Yeah, he was an icon of yeah. one of a kind. You know, miss him. He was a great guy. Yeah. And he was always helpful. And we did some great work together, including the theme for Triple H. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that I produced with them, uh, with Bruce Brie, and that was me on guitar. Nice. Actually. I wish I knew that kind of stuff, man, because, you know, I'm a big wrestling geek as well. Well, you can Google any yeah. of it. That's, that's cheating, though. I like, I like finding out like this, like what you tell me, because then it just blows my mind there for a few. <laughs> well you know now you know <laughs> <laughs> so how can people get a hold of um skeletons in a closet 
Well, they can buy it uh, at the Vanity Music site. Mm-hmm. They can buy it uh, through Amazon. Uh, they can buy it on iTunes. Uh, they could call their local record shop and see if they don't. And if they don't, give them hell for not having it. But <laughs> it is gettable everywhere. So Nice. Go out and buy one. Are you going to be doing any type of signings? <laughs> it's a paid political announcement. I'm Bob Kulik, and I approve of this ad. <laughs> Are you going to be doing any um, record signings or CD signings or anything like that? Yes, I'm sure. I've, I've already done a couple, so I'm yeah. sure there'll be more. Nice. Let's see here. Just a couple more things, and we'll let you get going. Uh, can, can you give us a, a promo ID for our radio show? Of course. You just say your name and you're listening to Maximum Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it and don't put no thought into it. So, I'm sorry, say again what you want me to say? Your name, you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio and then throw some crazy. Oh, right, right, I got it. You're breaking up. Yep. Sorry about that. Threshold Radio, do we need to mention? Yep. Yes? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hi, this is Bob Kulik. And you are listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Take it away, Dominic. Nice. Bob, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show here and you know taking the time out and us you know, touching bases on this record release. And I definitely want to get you back on here, uh, especially when it starts taking off. And after that Kiss Cruise, man, we got to get you back on here so we get, this, get the rundown of how that was. Pleasure. Just hook it up, Dave, and we'll do it. Oh, sounds good. Thank you so much today. No problem, man. And definitely, I want to thank Bob for taking his time out and being on the show here and talking with us. I'm going to play here. This song here is called London. This is with Dee Snyder singing at us. So check this out, man, and definitely go out there and get a hold of this release and make it yours today. The silhouette, a gust of smoke, the sound of steps, Darkness, a cigarette, a nasty bloke, is someone there in the dark?
Shoutcast audio or video hosting? JWN Media offers complete Shoutcast hosting solutions for business or personal use. All plans come with full listener stats, custom web scripts for implementing your service into your existing website, full server control, super fast network, and huge bandwidth limits, a 99.5% uptime guarantee, and friendly, knowledgeable support personnel dedicated to making your hosting experience fun and easy. With plans starting at only $3 a month, you have no excuse not to get a server of your own. Plus, with the option to add auto DJ and on-demand services, you can be confident your station will be all it can be. Custom plans are also available at their website. Simply visit jwnmedia.com and click the Shoutcast hosting link to get started right now. Want to text the show? You can text 24 hours a day. Just send a message from your phone at 440-520-1956. Once again, a text number, the show is 440-520-1956. Text the show now. You want to listen to Maxim Celestial Radio on your phone? You can do so. The app is out there, baby. Tune in radio. Go to your little market there and download Tune in radio. Just type it in the search. Tune in radio. Once you download that app, click it, activate it, blah, 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 search maximum threshold. That's, once again, that's TuneIn Radio. You can also catch the podcast on there also. Yeah, real nice. Check it out. TuneIn Radio for maximum threshold radio live. You can now hear the Maximum Threshold Radio Show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Free. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Threshold Radio Show on Stitcher.com. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Get ready for some cool collectible picture discs. Warner Brothers and Reprise are releasing picture disc vinyls and a cool catalog. Some are available now, and some will be available in the future. Uh, some of them out now are Mastodon Blood Mountain, Mastodon Crack the Sky, Mastodon the Hunter, and Lincoln Park Minutes to Midnight. Uh, you can also pick up Green Day, My Chemical Romance, among others. You can check it out at picturethis.wbr.com and a music video for My Children, My Bride. They have a new song called Zeno, which is now on YouTube. You can check it out. It's off their new album, Vicious World, which is out October the 13th through E1 Music, Good Fight Music. And the band Sinsanum, featuring members of Mayhem, Dragon Force, X Slipknot, which is Joey Jordanson on drums, and Chimera, have released a music video for their track Ashes on YouTube. The song is the title track to their new EP, out November the 10th through Ear Music. Continuing with your Maximum Threshold.net rock and metal news, Slipknot have released a longer trailer on YouTube for their new upcoming live documentary called Day of the Gasano. It was in theaters, and now you can uh, pick it up for purchase on October the 20th. And Hollywood Undead released another new song. It's their third off their new upcoming album called Five. You can check out the track Renegade on YouTube. Five is out on October the 27th. And finally, Stone Temple Pilots have confirmed that they are working on new music with his, with his as-yet-unknown vocalist. Bassist Robert stated to Rollingstone.com, We've been working with someone. I don't want to name, name names yet, and we're making music. I don't know if he's well-known or unknown. I don't look at him as well-known, but we're writing music, and we're hopefully looking at finishing a record and putting it out soon. So stay tuned for that. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Bumblefoot, and you're listening to Dom on Maximum Threshold on Net. Hey, 
What smells like coaching? That's your host, Dog and Maximum Threshold. That's right, and I'm back. Episode 510. I want to thank Bob Kulik for being on the show tonight. Real cool to have him on the show. Uh, and definitely we're going to have him back on down the road again. But like I said, I just wanted to bring him in here because I knew this release was coming out. So we had to get him on here. And we had to get you guys to listen to music so you guys can get hyped up about it like I am, man. Pretty sweet, isn't it? Uh, let's see. So yeah, I'm pretty bummed about Monty Hall dying. And, um, well, look at um, Hugh Hefner, man. Can't say he's gone on to a better place. Damn, because he left a pretty sweet-ass place, didn't he? That's it. Let's see here. I got, an, I got another interview here I want to I play for you in a couple minutes here. I got this interview that I did with this, these guys. They were um, called the Gospel Youth. I don't remember doing this. But I have it here, so I'm going to play it, and then I'm going to go get find their music, and we're going to play some of their music, too, to find out what the hell, you know? I think this is that Warp Tour I caught this. I'm not sure, but I think it is. And um, I know every every artist that I met that with that day was really cool to me, and um, pretty, it was pretty fun, so... Let's see, we're going to give this one a run. We're going to see what's going on, see what's, what's, what's shaking and all that good stuff. And, yeah. So I'm going to have this. Is, I did an interview with a guy named Curtis in the band The Gospel Youth. I forgot where they're from. They're from England or Scotland or San Antonio. I don't know. We're going to find out because I'm sure I asked them. So stick around. This, this can't be that long. This is actually 10 minutes long. So I'll be right back after this here on Maximum Threshold. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this. And we'll be back after this. Hey, this is Rex Brown for Kill Devil Hill, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Turn it the fuck up. Hey, this is Dominic at Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Uh, Curtis from the Gospel Youth. How the hell are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, hot as hell. I walked out there for a few <laughs> minutes. I was walking out the hell. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. If I jump in the van with us and come to New Mexico, then you'll know how Oh, no, I believe it. I used to live in San Diego. I, like, I nearly died the last time we were there. I feel for you. <laughs> I was walking down that hill, and I saw the old people there sitting there, just sitting. I'm like... Man, I fit in perfect with this car. I understand them now. When I was a kid, I used to say, man, these people are sissies. I'm never going to get that way. I'm never going to get that way. Oh, it, it'll, it'll, it'll creep up. It'll get you. <laughs> so how's the tour going along? Uh, it's going really good, man. Like, um, it's our first US tour, like first Warped Tour. And um, the response every day for a band like of our size is ridiculous. It's so good. Like, it seems to be getting better and better as well, like, mm-hmm. from what I can see. Where are you guys from? Uh, from the south coast of England, like, sort of scattered about, like, none of us live together, it's really awkward and horrible, but, you know, down there somewhere. How'd you guys get on the Warp Tour? Um, a lot of luck and an awesome team behind us, like, um, our manager, uh, Matty Arsenal, he's, he's done Warp Tour a lot of times, Bandy was in before, and, um, it's just like, people were excited to have us on, like, it was, it was really weird, it's like, when we, when we got asked, like, we couldn't believe it, like, it's, it's always been a dream of ours, you know, like, oh, yeah. like, English kids, like, like, looking at this awesome festival over the pond, like, oh, I'd love to go to that one day, like, let alone play it, you know, this is, like, ridiculous thing, we're actually here playing it, well over half away as well. <laughs> <laughs> so how was, the, like, um, the audience response and, and the fans that you're building up, how was, how was that, um, They'll do it for you guys. Like, really good. Like, um, the thing I've noticed about Warp Tour, I don't, I'm not sure if it's a Warp Tour thing specifically, but there's a lot of people that come and watch us who've never heard us before, like, which is insane. That's not something that we're used to back home. Like, people don't just do that. And, um, but, like, people like it. <laughs> they come to our tent after us and say, I've never heard you before, but I pick up a record. Like, I love that. Are you just selling a lot of your records here? Yeah, it's all right. Nice. It's been out for a week, you know, we do okay. Nearly sold out of our first batch. It's pretty good. How many are in your batches? Uh, two million, three million, something like that. I'm only joking. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's pretty damn good. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> How was, like, um, the media sites, take, media um, taken towards you guys? Um, 
like 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 on socials, you mean? Or? Well, like um, not so much as like say like um like internet radio or radio stations and oh, yeah, like yeah. the magazines and. From what I can see, like he's getting, getting um like a lot of radio play and um, magazines. We got we got a few articles like coming up in the UK and over here like a couple that have been out already like but some more like notable magazines coming up soon people seem to be really interested like the, the reviews we get getting on it are really cool what label are you guys signed to? Uh, Rise Records which one? Rise Records oh okay so how long have you been with them? Um, we got signs back in I think it was November because we uh, last year every month we were writing and releasing a single it's, it's this weird idea that we have which was both terrible and awesome but it got to November when when we got signed, and then um, it was like, right, you're releasing an album, like middle of next year. It's got to be done in February. You've got to write and re- <laughs> like have it finished in February. Mm-hmm. And we still had two singles to finish as well for that year. So it was a lot of uh, stress and like rushing to write the best album we could, like a short space of time. What was the rationale to do them like that instead of putting a whole record or EP or something? What was that sorry? What was the rationale in it and doing like just doing a song at a time and putting it out? Um. It was um, would you, would you, like like the idea behind it. Or yeah, like, yeah. Um, it was like the whole idea was um, it was imagine like a crowd funding campaign. It was almost like that, but we were never dependent on the money. Like people would uh, pay de- dependent on how much they wanted out of the band. That like you can pay. It, it, it worked out. It was like three English pounds. And you got a whole discography, like anything we've ever released, and, and access to every single that we released throughout that year. And um, it's just like it was like a cool way to get involved with the fans more. Like it, it, it created like a very family-like related vibe, mm-hmm. and it was it was really cool. Like some of the people that we got to chat with about the band and how people like really related to the band and things like that. Are you on Patreon? Uh, no. no Just try that out. This sort of works sort of something like that as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it before. Like, it, it was an idea that was going for our heads, but like, we, we never really liked the crowdfunding thing. Yeah. It's never really been what we've been doing it for, you know. We just, we've always done it because we loved it, and then people can relate to our lyrics sometimes but quite on quite a personal level, and that's really cool to see. Being across the states here, um, like, what are, what are some of the big cities that you really like to play for? Um... Well, we did Vegas. That was sick. That was really cool. Like, there's a lot of cities here. Cause, like, I've never been to America. Like, every every time I go, like anywhere, I'm just like in love with the city. Then every next city. But Vegas was cool. Um, I'm excited to go to back to California. Like, because we played uh, Oregon, and then we drove when we to the next show. We actually drove through the whole of California. We didn't get to stop. We just drove the whole way through. So I'm excited to go back and like look around. I love the whole country, if I'm honest. It's really cool. Except Cleveland. I didn't like Cleveland. That sucked. <laughs> that was really horrible. <laughs> Do you get any chance to go downtown area? Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah, we went out last night. There was the AP Awards okay. last night that we, that we were lucky. I was supposed to go to that, but I didn't go. It was really cool. Like, so many friends like, we got to catch up with. It, it was nice, like, in, in one place. Did you get to go to the Rock Hall? The what? The Rock Hall. Oh, no, the... Um, uh, our merch guy and our photographer Alex and Kyle, they got to go, and they said it was really cool. Like, really that's that's I was really jealous. I would have loved. They should have went. Like, if, if we had the time, I would have definitely gone to that as well. So it's got some cool stuff, especially if you're a musician. Yeah, you can like, see all that stuff. Uh, there. One of them actually saw Michael Jackson's glove, like, and he said, like, just looking at it, it was just like, oh no way! Like, he said he can't explain it until you're in there looking at this stuff. But like, I bet it's really cool. You get to go. They have, they have a big section here for Elvis. So you could see yeah. like his diamond rings would be all scattered <laughs> out there. Like, damn, he had his cars in there. Yeah, it's so pretty cool. cool stuff. Amazing. I'd love to go like one day. I probably, I probably wouldn't get a chance to go back there on this tour, but you know. How many more days left are on this tour? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Figured like, you were going to say that. just blends <laughs> into one. But I don't know how long we've been here. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> what? Trying to stay alive in the heat. What's the protocol if you break down driving, going from city to city? Uh, panic. Because we don't know where we are. Literally. Who's laughing at? Well, it's a, it's a good question. I'll call, call Timmy, you come to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> so you wait for somebody, another another car somewhere to pick you guys yeah, up? So, or? I mean, we're doing it in a van. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, what I'm so like, yes. Yeah. It's got to be tough, man. I don't even want to think about that. Let's not talk about that because I'm a little. <laughs> 
<laughs> so which one, driving in a van, which one in the van stinks the most? Um, I think all of us now as a collective. Like, I was, I was talking to the guys the other day, and I genuinely couldn't remember the last time I had a shower. I was trying to work it out in my head, and I, I could not think. I remember what the shower room looked like, but I couldn't remember what city it was. Or you guys go through a lot of baby wipes? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Because you wake up in a sweat as well. <laughs> you can't have the aircon at night because you'll probably die from the fumes. <laughs> Let's see, just, just a couple more things, I'll let you get going. Yeah, so, I, so how can people get a hold of your music? Uh, absolutely everywhere. You like Apple Music, iTunes, you know, it's actually on YouTube as well to stream. Anyway, Google the Gospel Youth and we'll come up. Well, how many, how many massive hits do you guys got on YouTube? Massive hits? Yeah. Oh, all of them, absolutely. Like how many hits per video? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Views? I don't, I don't know, I don't really check that sort of stuff. Sort of you should because you can make it some money off there. I know you don't make. I know you don't. I know you don't make much. Probably almost some food stamps, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need food stamps. You got catering here. That's all we need. Uh, I think it's doing alright. You know, the, the response from all the songs has been really cool. Like from what I can see, like on Twitter and the other ones. Have you tried to get your music on any type of soundtracks or anything? Nah, sound music is too sad. I don't think anyone that's all right. There's sad movies out there. Yeah, I guess so. Ours is even sadder. They're going some good horror flicks. Well, I think people are listening to. Them. Not, not good no, no we not really looked into that sort of stuff, you know, it's like, just put it out and hope people like it, you know? Yeah, we were, me and my daughter were listening to your music on your way coming over here this morning, and we were listening like, that's very melodic, it's got some, I feel like it had some good meaning to it. I couldn't understand it because I was driving, I was trying to pay attention, but she was really digging it. That's cool. They just got to talking with her. Yeah. Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, the band you're with, you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and throw some crazy out at the end of it, and don't put no thought into this. She did that over there. She's like, taking really my more. eyes. I can't think of anything to say. What's crazy? Oh, they, go ahead. Maximum Threshold. Don't put no, don't put no thought into this. That's the best well, uh, That's the problem. My face, I drank so much last night. My brain cannot <laughs> process words. I don't know how I've actually lasted this interview. What the fuck am I going to say? It's crazy. Um, I can't remember the Maximum Threshold, isn't it? Um, I'm Curtis from the Gospel Youth, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and I honestly can't think of anything to say. I'm just going to run away now, I think. <laughs> Thanks. recognize the rooms ain't mine. Torn down half the building. While I find some kind of comfort in the way you call my name, I will not stay. Stole a deed, you drove across the coast to come and see me Always left something behind so that you always had a reason Kept it close enough that I could reminisce The way it's maybe not the same, it doesn't change There's broken glass and all the sand beneath us Always, maybe this time If this is love Then I don't want to be a part of it I have seen the way it ends Despite the highs you always start with If this is love Then take my name for a tongue I can't handle all the madness I refuse to be a part of it If it's love I called your name Names that held a promise Tried my best to call your distance But it wasn't what I wanted Did your best to keep a guard So did I Stop to relent There's broken glass and all the sand Maybe you
You are listening to Maximum Threshold. All right. Yo, this is Steve Unger from Metal Church. You're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Rock on, people. Keep it real. This is the Hellion, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold on the net, where Dom just sacrificed a live goat in the name of Hey, this is Mark Tornello, singer for Accept, formerly with T.T. Quick. And you got your balls to the wall, man, right here on Maximum Threshold. So turn it up. Time! 
listening to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Here's live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist. 